0: Is yutes, chag asukes, in regards to the mitzvah of hakel gathering together all the juh- yidden in the Beis Hamikdash. which time the time for that mitzvah is for the uh, after the first day of sukkos. is the which is the first day of the cholamay days. we find in regards to this mitzvah something which we don't find by any any other mitzvah in the Torah the mitzvah of hakel the mitzvah of hakel includes every single yid pretty much every single yid except for a few exceptions but meaning to say that it includes also the children via state in posseg as it says in the posseg hakelas ha'om gather together the people, the nation noshim, v'anoshim v'atav the men, the women and the children and so on so this is the mitzvah that includes also children b'chlau gefint menisht generally we don't find as in a mitzvah uh, that um, we don't find that in a mitzvah that is a Torah mandated mitzvah the children should also be participants from a Torah perspective. that they should be together, included together with the rest of the people. Bahakil, whereas by the mitzvah uh, Vacul is the Torah and the mitzvah the Torah includes them together with all the other with all the with everyone. they're included together with everyone. Biloer one could say. As in them inyon veyuchat shabah hakil driktsu choyis and a kudikris in them taichum veinyon veinyon for mitzvahs hakil, that in this matter that the children are included that expresses a very fundamental uh, idea of what hakil is about. Kit lakama as will be explained soon. Beis v'malarentim pashtus. As one would uh, look at this on at least on the surface, is the the their participation, the participation of the children is something that is incumbent who is who has the who has the obligation to make sure that the children participate. diktanim Atzmam, of course not the children themselves carry the responsibility of participating of them but rather the father and the mother, they are obligated to make sure that the children participate. As they bring in that they should be brought, as the Gemara says in Chagiga, what are the children coming for? It explains why the father comes, why the mother comes, but why do the children come? To give reward to those who bring them, in other words, that it's the pe- the ones that bring them, their parents, who have the obligation and therefore are rewarded for bringing the children. so if we see it this way, so then it would come out as So what happens if there a, ch- a child has a certain condition, a certain situation? which if he was an adult if this child was an adult they would be exempt from coming to Hakil. Ludugma for instance, Acheresh, somebody that is deaf, Summa, somebody that is blind, the or other examples like that, a deaf person or a blind person and some other exceptions are exempt from coming to Hakil because it says they should come to see, they should come to hear. And if they can't see or they can't hear then they're exempt from coming. So if there was, God forbid, a child that was blind or deaf, it would seem that they should, if they were an adult, they would be exempt. Is, uh, but now, since it's not his obligation to come, the child's obligation to come, but rather the parent's obligation to bring them, is there, being a child who doesn't carry the responsibility himself, in other words, it's not the deaf person that is has a responsibility and therefore is exempted from that responsibility. It's the parent of the deaf child that is that has the responsibility and therefore they wouldn't be exempted from bringing that child. The baal mitzvah is since the the uh, chiyub the obligation and therefore the mitzvah does not pertain to the child nor of to bring him but rather for the father to bring him therefore makes no difference what the child's situation is it's not the child that has the obligation it's the father and if the father is healthy and he has to come then he has to bring his child with him regardless of whether the child has this setback of but based on this we have to understand because the Gemara says in regards to the mitzvah of hakel the Gemara says that even if the Torah had not said that the women should come as well the Torah does say it but even if the Torah hadn't said that the women are obligated to come we would be able to know that the women are obligated to come from a kalvachaymer, from the children, that what's the kalvachaymer? Kalvachaymer means if the children have to come, for sure the women have to come. the children they are obligated to come. Noshim <inaudible> Would you it, obviously then the women have to come? They're adults, of course they have to come. That's what the Gemara says. So we have to understand. Oyv taf is norif meviayim kenal. <inaudible> If it turns out that the children don't have an obligation to come, it's their parents that are obligated to bring them, is of the So then what kind of a Kawbachimer is that? How can you say that the children are obligated? The children are not obligated. The parents are obligated to bring them. <coughs> And now that we understand that the children are not obligated to come, so then how could you learn from the children? That if the children are then the women for sure are obligated. The children are not obligated. So what kind of a is it then? How would you know that the women are obligated? And it would be very difficult to answer it in this way. Perhaps you might want to answer it in this way, as the Gemara of Azot Liten that the Gemara which talks about that it's in order to give reward to the parents. So that it, that is how we know that it's the, the obligation is the parents' obligation, not the children's obligation. So perhaps we could say that that Gemara is nishtu is not a Gemara that is that's not the final ruling. As this Gemara says, that it's really about the parents bringing that. Uh, and we would say that it's not la'alacha, the baldados is not a hagoda drash, because it's written in the in the form, the discussion, the type of discussion there is more agodic, homiletic teaching, uh, rather than halachic. And you can't learn a halacha from something that is written in the style of hagoda. So therefore, not necessarily is it the halacha, that it's really the parent's obligation to bring the children. And the halacha might be that the children do have to come. They are obligated to come. Not their parents are obligated to bring them, but rather the children themselves are to come. From the which we can learn from the the from the Ka'vachayimah that is brought there, from which he wants to learn that the women are obligated to come. So, from there, it seems that the children are obligated to come. So, perhaps that's the halachat. So, that seems to be a good, uh, reasonable answer, but the reason we can't say that is because, Varum, because we find in a number of places that that Gemara, that it's the parents that bring the children. We apply it in a halachic uh, principle as well. So we see that that is la halacha. And as we see, as many mitzvahs, that we find that the, uh, the, the Rishonim that, that list mitzvahs, the Rambam, the Ramban, there were different Rishonim, that, uh, the Ikrim, that listed mitzvahs, the 630 mitzvahs. So they write they bring this Gemara in regards to the mitzvahs of hakil. In other words, they see it as an applicable halacha in the mitzvah of HaKel. And we, in fact, in halacha, they use this Gemara to teach that women, uh, you know, in regards to the, the obligations of women to study Torah. So we see that this Gemara is actually used in halachic learning, not just in Haggadah. So therefore we can't say that it's just a haggadic Gemara and it doesn't actually apply. So we're back to the question, it doesn't actually apply in halacha. So we're back to the question, is it that the parents are obligated to bring the children or is it that the children themselves have an obligation to come? It would seem that we could might answer according to uh, in accordance with what some of the commentaries explain, as in the Psukim Hakel then in the uh, the Parsha of Hakel there are two different categories of children that are being discussed there is a one category of children which have already reached the age of education where they need to be educated they're old enough to understand and to receive education and it's in regards to them that the second pasuk says and the children that don't know yet they will hear the reading of that the king would read from the parasha, and they will learn, Hashem, that they, uh, Alekeen, to, to fear, to revere Hashem. So those children, what kind of children, a baby in the cradle doesn't understand that? It's talking about the older children that can understand. So in regards to that category of children, as the mitzvah liktav so for them, they have an obligation that they should show up the but the earlier where it talks about gathering the men, women, and children. talks also about another category of children, Funa those children of a younger age. those children which are not yet old enough to be able to be educated. When regards to them is said, why are they coming? They only so that their parents could be rewarded for bringing them. You can't really obligate a child that doesn't understand and is not up to the age of being able to understand what he's doing or she's doing. To you can't obligate them to come. So what's the point of bringing them to reward the parents? Of um, course. Also, the older children the parents that bring them will also be rewarded why not zilbas a time ago but uh, the, the re- it's reasonable to say that the parents that are bringing the younger children that's the only reason they're coming is to the reward the parents but even the older children that could be educated still the parents brought them so they they will be rewarded as well they include both categories of children are included in this statement that the parents should be rewarded. Only that the older children have an obligation of their own, because they can understand what's happening. The Torah wants them to hear the reading of the Torah, and to become, to be uninculcated with Yerushalayim as a result of it. So therefore, based on this differentiation between the two categories of children, it would come out, that when the Gemara says, in regards to the Kavva that if the children are chayiv, certainly the women are chayiv. Which category of children are we talking about? That's talking about children which are of age to be able to be educated and they can be included in the uh, hearing what the, the the reading of the Torah, and therefore that makes sense to say that there's a Kavva that the women certainly have to hear. But the ones that are only uh, the parents are being rewarded, that's the younger category. But it's difficult to say that this is the answer to this question of, uh, you know, are the children obligated or are the parents obligated? First of all, because, number one, because even children that are of age to be educated, Who has the mitzvah of educating them? Not the children are obligated. The parents have to educate the children. The mitzvahs that the children do as as a part of their education, it's the ones that raise them and the ones that educate them that have the obligation to teach them. Which for the most part is the obligation is on the father. Well, is, and therefore it would stand to reason that the same would apply by Hakil as well. that what? That it's true that we must bring the child because he needs to learn and hear. but who whose obligation is it? the parents' obligation. the even if you want to say that by hakil there is something novel and different, that in addition to the parents being obligated to bring them, there is also an obligation on the children to be present. Nishvah Ander mitzvus, which is different than other mitzvahs, where it's only the obligation of the parents. And therefore we would say that here the child themselves are considered to be obligated to fulfill this mitzvah especially according to the, what the, the, Rishenim, the early commentators say, they say that a child that reaches the age of, even though the, obviously the obligation to, to educate them is for the parents or the teacher the cotton is but that doesn't mean that the child is exempt. Nor mitzad mitzvah chinuch, heiz dakot ibn the mitzvah. But they, those Rishonim say that in general, whenever we talk about chinuch education, without question, the primary obligation is on the educator, the parent or the teacher. But that doesn't mean that the child is completely exempt from this mitzvah. The child also shares a certain responsibility in the mitzvah, in every situation of chinuch. And therefore, certainly in hakel, we could say that the child also carries responsibility. But if we would say this then we would have a very strange result from this in but according to this it will, it will have some very strange interesting novel approach that in uh, the difference between these Sugiktanim, how the difference about between these two categories of children will, Cause a, a very strange result as by cotton, it would come out that by the very young children where the obligation is only on the parents to bring them they're not old enough to be able to understand and therefore they carry no respons- responsibility at all as we said that it's only to give reward to the, the ones that brought them which is mentioned in the sect therefore what would be the result as we mentioned before that since the responsibility is only the parents so if it was a child that if they were an adult they, an adult they would be exempt from coming like if they were deaf or blind now that it's not their obligation at all it's only the parents' obligation so they must bring a blind or deaf child, also. That's for the very young children. And only the older category of children, who themselves are old enough to be educated, what the Mesechta Kedushin is talking about, from which it learns the Kavachemah for the women. Vibal would you have this result? Since the child themselves is obligated somewhat in the mitzvah of hakel, is the chiyav chal nor dan. So then you can only obligate the child that they have to come only when only if they're in a situation. Because we got that if they were an adult they would have to come. But if, let's say, the the ten year old child is blind, and therefore, if he were b'mitzvah ready, he wouldn't have to come. So therefore, he doesn't have to come when he's ten years old either, because it's somewhat of an obligation for him too. But let, that's a very strange thing. Nowhere do we find that there should be that anybody should mention that there's a difference about which children have to be brought if they're older. Then, if they're blind, they don't have to come. If they're younger, even if they're blind, they have to come. Nowhere is such a thing mentioned, but that would be the result of applying, making this difference between the older children and the younger children. So that's one problem of answering it this way. Another thing, the and uh, even more importantly, from Loshna Gemara in Kedushim, Chayavim, from the way the Gemara says it in Kedushin, that uh, in regards to the Kavachayim, and the young children are, are obligated is and it doesn't say the minors means minors under the age of majority under the age of a mitzvah it would seem that the gemara there is talking about the word falim what he's getting to is that the word phalim means infants that's what it translates to. And therefore it would means infants similar to what it says in Chagiga, where it says taf. and Taf. Taf means the very young children, infants. And as Rashi points out that it says Tfelim, the young children are he says, he points out that. How do we know it's or Chayovim? Because it says taf. Taf and Thalem is the same thing. Pashtun Friedig and Posik. It says in the earlier posik, he doesn't say that we learn it from the posik, when the children that don't know can hear the teaching of the king. He points us back to taf. Taf means very young children. So, in other words, when it says that the tfelim are the word means infants, and it's pointing back to the word taf not to the children that do have to hear what the king is teaching. So it seems from here that even the infants are chayev. So therefore, from them is mochach, from this it would seem, as the the cotton atzmoe, that the child himself, hatavzich demchir from mitzvah's hakel, does have the obligation of hakel, because the Gemara says, tfeilim chayovim. the Deus as the chayev is chalif, uh, k'tanik tanim, so according to the opinions that say that even the very very youngest children are also obligated to be to come to hakel, uh, the is tanim. So then it will come out that even the infants have their own personal obligation to come to hakel, not just that their parents have to bring them, because that's what the Gemara says. It's feilim chayovim, as in and if so is the question uh, comes back how do you reconcile the two gemorahs the one that says that the children themselves are obligated from which we learn the for the women how does that reconcile with the gemorah that says that the only reason they come is to give reward, reward to the parents which means they don't have an obligation and also, how does it reconcile how does this reconcile with the obvious, simple concept when it's something which is logical that you can't really say obligate an infant of anything, how could you obligate an infant of something they have no mind of their own how could they be obligated to say do anything so what does the Gemara mean? That the young children are chayavim. So we'll understand this whole matter by by first explaining in Trilus from Rabbi Lozovan Azariah, that which Rabbi Lozovan Azariah teaches. At the beginning of this whole discussion, Rabbi Lozovan Azariah says, "Ima boim lilmo id he says, if the men, they came to learn. The women, they came to hear. And then he goes on to say, but what about the children? What did they come for? The So we have to understand the beginning of what he says. What is he saying when he says, when the, when the fathers come to learn, the mothers come to hear? What is he saying there? That is clearly spelled out in the Pasuk. It says in the Pasuk, so that they can hear and that they can learn. So, the Pasuk already tells us that the parent, the father and the mother, the parents, people come to Hakil in order to learn and to hear. So, what's Rabbi Lozath Ben saying? They're coming to hear. They're coming to learn, the father and the mother. Why is he saying this? This is simply repeating what the Pasuk already said. As you can't say that Yeah, correct you could say he's not trying to uh, come up with a new concept here that's not why he says it because that's what the the said but he only says it as an introduction to the next point he's trying to make a point what are you bringing children for so he introduces it by saying, The father, I understand, he comes to learn. The mother, I understand, he comes to hear. That's why he says it. Not that he's coming to tell you, The father, you want to know why. He comes, he comes to learn. She comes, comes to. He's just saying it as an introduction. Now we can understand the question of what are you bringing children for better. Balderech and Bishlema Adhanicha, similar to what we find in the Gemara, that the Gemara sometimes poses a question by saying, I can understand how this works according to so-and-so. But according to the other one that argues and says it differently, then what's the, what's the point? So in other words, why does the Gemara introduce the, the one that you do understand what he's saying? If it poses no question. To the first opinion, so why does the Gemara bring him out? Bring him, why doesn't he just say, uh, according to this opinion, there's a problem? because it it shows a contrast according to the opinion that says so and so, everything works out fine, therefore it makes the question about the other opinion more impactful and that's what he's trying to say here too and therefore he brings out I can understand why the men come I can understand why the women come why did the children come, maybe that's all he's trying to say We can't say that that's what he's trying to say. Because, number one, Why does Rabbi Allah say, if the Father comes, he comes to learn. That's a strange way of saying this point. He should have said, I can understand why the Father comes. That would be the normal language of the Gemara. Number two, and even this is a greater question, when does the Gemara say I can understand according to this opinion when there is something interesting new that has to be brought out from the point in other words when there are two opinions in the Gemara that argue about a certain point not something that is obvious that everybody knows what the situation is because then they wouldn't say well if this is the situation, that is the situation. The only time when you say bishlema is when there are two different opinions. It's not obvious what, which direction is correct. So therefore the Gemara wants to prove it from you know, contrasting a third point, according, you know, looking at it from these two perspectives. And it makes sense according to one perspective, it doesn't make sense according to the other perspective when does the Gemara say when there is a new concept which has been brought out, which is in dispute something that was derived from something else not something that is stated clearly because then there would be no difference of opinion similar as we said before I can understand according to the opinion in other words it's a matter of dispute but in this case tzuk and shum the here Rabbi Lozaven Azariah is not adding to it's clearly stated in the in the Torah why the father comes and why the mother comes it says in order they should learn in order they should hear so why does Rabbi Lozaven have to bring out that point in order to make ask the simple question why are we bringing children he, all, all he had to say was why are we bringing the children and the question becomes even more difficult because the Drasha for Rashi actually quotes this whole discussion of and Azari in his commentary on the Taira. de Rashi doesn't give it as one string, uh, one uh, continuous teaching, but divides it into three separate Rashis on the words about which it's addressing when the, the Pasuk says Rashi says the men and he, he sort of alludes to why are they coming they're coming to learn then he quotes the word from the Pasuk which says the women and he explains they're coming to hear and then he says what? It, and then it says that in the pasuk the children. So Rashi quotes the words the children. So Rashi now comments, why did they come? to give reward to the ones who bring them. That men So from this we see, as that also that the fact that the men are coming to learn and the women are coming to hear. It seems that connecting that the, the. So Rashi seems to be associating the Anoshim Lilmayd and the Anoshim Lushmoya not just as an introduction to and taf, just, just to make it, uh, to show the contrast about why the children are coming. He, he gives a separate Rashi to explain each one separately. That means that it's unrelated to the third Rashi. It needs to be explained that the father is there in order to learn, the mother is there in order to hear, and the children are there in order to give the reward to the father. So in other words, that it's not just an introduction to the Taf Lama Bow. So therefore we have to understand what is the meaning, what's the chiddush that the father comes to the men come to learn, the mother comes to, what what is it teaching? Hey, <laughs> perhaps we could explain Al according to what the Taisa says, the Taysh says, the Yashami said, the Azai, that this does not agree with the opinion of ben Azai, the Omar Ben I said <laughs> that a person is obligated to teach his daughter Torah Ben holds that a woman also has to learn so Torah so this does not agree with him since so since the Pasuk in the Pasuk it simply says in order that they should hear and learn it doesn't say who should learn and who should hear so this might seem, it, it would seem that the that the women are also included in the learning aspect of Torah. Therefore, he's of the opinion that says that you're not allowed to learn Torah with, uh, with women, at least not the parts of Torah which don't pertain to them in halachic matters. ben and because he disagrees with Benazai who says that you should learn Torah with women all matters, all matters of Torah so therefore Rabbi Ben Benazari is trying to point out Gedarv Zogunum Afarazin Rabbi Ben Benazari felt it necessary to explain and to specify as the him, that the pasuk that says Laman Yishmu and Laman Yilmadu is to be understood as talking to two separate people to two, in two different directions he says the words that say in order to learn that's talking to the men and and that the women are only coming to hear so he, that's why Rabbi Loza points it out because he wants to make sure that it's understood that the title was not including the women in the learning word of it so perhaps that's the reason why Rabbi Loza bin brings up these two points but it's still difficult to say that this is what it is. That over here, this is the meaning of it. Varim the sugi in the Gemara, in the Gemara, on in the drasha from Rabbi Lozer, Rabbi Nazaria, come learnen beikad the dinum and pratum for parshas hakil, because this is not the place to bring out that point. This discussion is about the mitzvah of hakil. This is not the place in the Gemara where the subject of whether women should be learning or not learning—that's not the place where this is, that is being discussed. Here they're talking about hakil. There's no question that the women have to come along, uh, together with the men. What they're going to do there isn't—it's not the issue whether the Torah is talking about to both of them Maid, only to the father Maid, to, to the men to the men Maid. So therefore, this is not the place to make that distinction. He didn't have to make that distinction here. So to understand this whole thing. The simple understanding of the passage which says, gather together the men, women and children. Laman yishmu so that they will learn and uh, hear, and so that they will learn and and come to fear Hashem, is as the mitzvah von is of the melech. It says in the passage, "Gather together the people, and teach them so that they will become, they will hear and learn and so on." Who is it speaking to? Gather together the people. It's talking to the king. It's talking to the community. The community has an obligation, specifically the king. To make sure that the people gather together. The king should gather together the men, women and children. But it's not a mitzvah that the Torah is talking to the men and women and children. You come together. It's talking to the king that he should gather them together. So that they will hear and they will learn and they will fear Hashem to do His mitzvahs and so on is Mevar the the mitzvah. That's explaining what the purpose of the king gathering them together is for. Why do I need you to gather them together so that they will learn and come to fear Hashem? The Laman da is alderach the, this word laman is similar to the same word laman, which we find in a number of places in the Torah. Laman as one of base of For instance, the pasig that says about Avinu because he will uh, command his uh, sons and his, uh, his family after him. Or another example, laman yemechem so that your days will be long, lengthened and your children's days will be lengthened. And other examples of that. Which for the most part is not talking about something that is happening now. Leman means, so Avram will in the future command, he will guide his children in that direction as well. yamechem also means you will keep the, t- the mitzv of t- 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 Hashem so in the future your, your days will be lengthened your children's days will be lengthened it's something which comes later it's not something that is happening now it's something that is addressing the future so in other words that the laman yishme'u doesn't mean bring the, the men so that they can learn now Bring the women so that they can hear now. It's talking more in the sense of so that they will become learned, so that they will have heard, and therefore they will be encouraged, and therefore they will be inspired, and therefore they will go back home and they will do the mitzvahs, they will do what Hashem needs them to do. The mataras a mitzvah and hakel, in other words, to say, that the purpose, the goal of the mitzvah of hakel, durch melech the king is the one gathering them, he gathers them together, and then reads to them from the Torah, so that the community as a whole, will have learned, and will have heard, and therefore they will carry that learning, and it means that in the future, they will learn what it means to fear Hashem. They will learn what they will hear. What it means to follow the mitzvahs. They will be encouraged and inspired to do that. In other words, Rebbe's taking it away from the general mitzvah of hakel. Is not about bring them together so that the men can sit down and learn. They'll have a shir. Bring the women together so that they will hear what's uh, you know the king reading and that'll be inspiring. It's more about we're looking for a long-term goal here. Laman Yishmu, Laman Yilmudu means they will go forward in the re- to, you know for the rest of time, the rest of the year, the rest of the next seven years, will have learned something and been inspired. That's the meaning of it, rather than speaking about what's going on during the HaKel gathering. And um, this is mashmalachayruf from Loshna Rambam, and as it would seem from the way the Rambam puts it, mitzvah The Rambam says that it's a mitzvah to gather together the uh, the, the men, women, and children, the liqueurs, bozneim and atyra, and to read to them from the Torah which are they. It gives them a charge in mitzvahs, chaskis yedeim, um, and strengthens them in and the true faith. That's the purpose. It's in order to bring a state of inspiration to the people. But from is moving from this. If these words, it seems as number one, mitzvah is Nishka mitzvah if that the mitzvah is not a personal mitzvah to each yid that he, is, he should gather together with everybody else. <inaudible> that every, It's not a mitzvah to each person, that he should come to be part of hakel. Rather, it's a mitzvah for someone to make sure that a gathering takes place, which is the king. And this, this mitzvah is to the king, which who has the means to be able to gather people together. Nobody else has that um, influence on the whole community, on the whole, on the whole nation to tell everybody they need to gather. They have to come together for a gathering. Or the tzobesden, or perhaps to the Bezdin if the, if the king is not available or forever. So the besden can do it. But the point is, it's not a mitzvah to each individual. The gen- in the general sense, the mitzvah of hakel is a command to the administration. Number two, another point. Mitzvah's hakel is mitzvah's ha The mitzvah of hakel is the mitzvah to the king. He should read hakel, he should read to them, he should gather them. With the purpose. And it's not just, it's the purpose of it is so that the Yidin will be, will be inspired. But not only is it the purpose of it, but the whole mitzvah is, centers around that idea. You're, they're get, you're getting them together in order to inspire them. So make sure that you read things which are inspirational. Make sure you do things which are inspirational. That's the way to carry out the mitzvah. The king has to know that that is the purpose of the mitzvah, meaning that's what he has to do in order to fulfill the mitzvah, is do things which inspire the people the far length is, and that's why he has to read those sections in the Torah the mitzvahs, that will give them a charge and will give them inspiration to do the mitzvahs. and will strengthen them in the uh, true faith and he does it from, uh, from a podium high up. Everybody can hear. There's the, it's, it's like an event. It becomes an event. So that's the point of Hakil. In, in short, no, number one, it's the mitzvah for the king. Number two, the point is to inspire the people. What is the role of the men, women, and children who are actually coming? It's not their mitzvah that they're fulfilling, they are merely instrumental in the king, the one that is commanded to gather them, so they assist him by gathering when they gather, so they help him to fulfill his mitzvah and when the Yidin become inspired, and therefore they live with that inspiration to follow the words of Hashem and so on and when they act on the inspiration, so therefore the the king's mitzvah of inspiring them has been fulfilled. So that the the individual yidn it's not their mitzvah. They are just instrumental in helping the king to fulfill his mitzvah. Zayat is and mevayeh So now Rabalozzab and Azariah comes to explain the what is the mitzvah of hakel. Imanoshim boys, is the little mate. If the men are coming, it, they come to learn. Noshim boys. if the women come, it's the Shmoyah, it's the here. Mid, midemizem was tzfei, midemizem tzfei by saying this, he brings out two points. Number one, azazachib gavr eichad anoshim and anoshim atzim azay uh, tzuzayin boyim kumen. So first of all, he says, we shouldn't think that when the the men and the women come, it's only fulfilling the king's mitzvah. It's helping the king fulfill his mitzvah. They say he says no. The men and the women they also have a personal stake. They also have a personal obligation to be there to participate. It's their mitzvah too because even though the Torah makes the mitzvah about the king gathering them but the Torah also what Rabbi Lezbun Azariah is saying is that the men and the women have to understand that when the Torah tells the king to gather them the Torah is also telling them to allow themselves to be gathered he's telling them gather to the king it's your mitzvah, I want you to have a personal obligation to gather to the king. this is very similar to what Ran says. How you doing? It's well known what he says. in regards to the discussion whether a woman is obligated to be fruitful and multiply, to have children. We know that a man, the mitzvah, is on the man, that he should have children. What about the woman's role? What does she have an obligation to have children? so he says even though a woman does not have the direct command from the Torah that she should have children still she is part of the mitzvah because she assists the husband in being able to have children obviously without his wife he can't have children so therefore she is instrumental in this and it's not just it's a uh, he needs, you know, you can do a mitzvah with an esrig, to, to separate between a human and the esrig, but you can do a mitzvah with an esrig, but the esrig doesn't have a mitzvah. But a woman, because she assists her husband to have the mitzvah, therefore, she has a mitzvah as well. The chilek is not, but the difference would be, in regards to there is still no obligation on the woman to have children she becomes part of the mitzvah and she has a mitzvah when she does it but she still has no obligation over oh, there her necessary participation is only because that's the science, that's the fact on the ground the Baal on the issue because the husband cannot fulfill the Mitzvah of having children, which is his obligation, without his wife. So, therefore, because the situation requires the wife's participation, therefore she has a Mitzvah. But it still doesn't put the onus on her. But in the case of Hakil, is the status, but over there, it's not just because you can't have a gathering without people, so therefore you have to have the people, so therefore they'll get a mitzvah. Over here it's more Here it's more that the, they become part of the fulfillment of the mitzvah, of the parameters of the mitzvah. They are with what the mitzvah is being done the the king has a has an obligation to gather what does he gather the people so the people are the the object so to speak with what this mitzvah is fulfilled and therefore they're not just receiving a mitzvah but they become obligated to be part of the mitzvah thus is verse that uftan this is what has to be accomplished, the yishmu the that they should hear, they should be inspired, and so on. And therefore, because they are the object with which the mitzvah will be done, they must be inspired. Therefore, it becomes a personal obligation to them too that they have to participate. And it's similar to what the Charedim says. How you do also? Well, no, no, He says there is a mitzvah that the kayanim should bless the Yidin. But if there are no Yidin, then nobody wants to come to Duchening. So who are they going to bless? So the Haredim says there's a mitzvah for the Yidin to be there to be blessed by the kayanim. He says the mitzvah is on the Yidin to listen to, to Duchening, to be there for Duchening, for the blessing of the kainim in the same way with HaKel too, that the, the, uh, the people the Yidin, the community has to be gathered by the king in order to inspire them so they become obligated personally to be part of the Mitzvah so that the mitzah can be fulfilled so that's one thing that Rebbe Lezar ibn Azariah teaches that this becomes a personal obligation for every Yid number 2 Laman Yishmo Laman Yil Medu that they should uh, learn and listen is nishna the the motorisitas amusement is not only the result the 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 goal of the mitzvah no does it the mitzvah but rather this is what defines the mitzvah the geber da noshim tzukum at hakel the obligation for the men and the women to to come be present at hakel is nishna nur zu sein is not only that they should be the Kedayah the Mitzvah and Hakel, so that the gathering took place, from the Melech, not only was the Mitzvah that the king has to gather the people together, happened. It's not just that. And because they gathered, therefore the goal will be fulfilled, now and in the future, that they will be inspired. Nor the of the is for the mitzvah from the but that why are they coming is not just that they that's what the mitzvah says. So therefore, they have to come and and let, allow themselves to be inspired. It's that this is how they fulfill the mitzvah: coming and being inspired. So therefore, now that we understand what what he's saying, Fract Rabbi Lozeman Azaria. So Rabbi Lozeman the question: Lil ma is the tale of the mitzvah for the nation? The learning and the listening defines what the purpose of the men and women having come to Hakel is. But then, what are the children coming for? from the taf. What kind of, what part of a mitzvah, what is the definition of the children having come? In addition to the general idea that you need the gathering, so the gathering has been accomplished. But since he says that the purpose of the whole purpose of the gathering is in order to inspire the people, so then, what role do the children have? What's the point of bringing the children to be ins- they, what's the point of bringing them? They're not part of the inspiration, so then what are they there for? So this is an noisif of thes Shava and Anhimhim Ma. In addition to the there is, of course, a common denominator between the men, women, and children in regards to the gathering, Produr Durzair Kuman because when everybody shows up the so then the mitzvah of the king is fulfilled he gathered everybody together and it, uh, it accomplishes and therefore he'll be able to accomplish the point of the purpose of the hakel but then the men and the women we explained how they are part and parcel of the mitzvah because they need to learn and to hear but what's the point of the children coming other than yes, everybody gathered so to this Boim answers that the purpose of the children coming is so that the parents will be rewarded it's obvious that the children cannot be uh, they, they have no obligation so this secondary thing is only to give uh, reward to the parents. In other words, he makes a, diff- a There's a big distinction between the main mitzvah of hakel is the king's mitzvah. It's in order to inspire the people, gather them, and inspire them. But in addition to that, Rabbi Lozeman Ozay is He says something new, which is that there is an obligation on the father, the men, and the women too. They also have to come. It becomes their personal obligation to be part of it in order to be inspired. But for this secondary thing, what's the point of the children? How are they part of it? What is the point of, or the secondary point of them coming? So he says, for the children, you can't say that there is an obligation. So they're they're different than the father and the mother in regards to this. But the, the secondary point is only to give reward to the parents. Yes. is so based on this we can understand the and what the Gemara means when it says that the young children are obligated. and that based on this obligation you can even uh, the, the idea in the Gemara is trying to bring out is to that maybe we can learn from there Noshim that you can learn that the as he said before. Now we understand that why in the In regards to the general mitzvah of Hakel, men, women and children are equally, everybody is equal to the fact the Mitzvah because the main mitzvah is for the king and by everybody coming together we helped him fulfil his mitzvah as far as the, uh, the king is concerned, that he has to gather everybody together, it makes no difference men, women, and children, everybody's a part of that gathering, and therefore is part of the mitzvah. And in regards to this matter, it doesn't matter which children are you talking about young children, older children even the very youngest children infants they are also obligated, meaning to say they become part of the mitzvah because through their gathering the, uh, the, the gatherer, the king has fulfilled the mitzvah to, to gather together the men, women, children And since the children are also part of that mitzvah, they are included in the very concept of the gathering. So even if it didn't say that the women have to be come as well, we would know if the Torah, if the king is obligated to bring the men and the, uh, and the babies, so then why would the women be left out? Of course they have to be part of it as well. This is not Rabbi Noshim kumzu Abazei Vedos, Eichachim Gabra. The only difference, of co- course, between the babies coming and the women coming would be the ba- babies are only there as a part of the gathering. The women are also there, just like the men, as they have an obligation to come. It's not just that the king has to gather them, but they too have to come. because the adults are, of course, are possible. they have their mind, a mind of their own, therefore they can be obligated to do things. Like Dinoshim by was is doesn't chaya. So by that would be the difference between the women and the babies. The babies have no mind of their own, therefore they can't be obligated to be a part of the gathering. The only part of the gathering that they have is to allow the gatherer to have gathered the people. But the women, because they have a mind of their own, therefore they can be obligated to, you have an obligation to come so basically it boils down to the chiddush of the sicha is that mitzvah's hakel is divided into two separate categories, there is the mitzvah that the king has to gather the people and for that the children the babies are also part of that that's why the gemara can say tfeilim Khayovim, the children are obligated they're obligated that they should be part of the gathering that the king gathers and therefore if it hadn't said that the women have to be part of that we would have understood that if the, if the children have to be part of it if the king has to gather the children he certainly has to gather the women then when it when it talks when the other Gemara talks about what's the point of bringing the children that is talking about the secondary point of hakel as it pertains to the individual Yid so for the adults they have an obligation, they have a personal obligation to become part of it the children, obviously, can't have such an obligation. So therefore, that part of it is only for the parents to gain, get rewarded for them. Yud. To explain this whole thing in from the perspective of Chassidus. What are we trying to explain? That it's only in this mitzvah that everybody was part of it, everybody had an obligation, men, women and children, with the leidach. but on the other hand is the mitzvah the But on the other hand, it's everybody has to be there, but the mitzvah is not really there. As the mitzvah is the king's mitzvah. Or the bezd The and Alpiloshna Rama. We'll understand this based on what the, Rambam, the way the Rambam words it. As the mitzvah nakal is the chazik is that the mitzvah of Hakel is in order to strengthen the faith, the true faith. or the way the Chinuch puts it, Zoys haMitzvah Chazak, the Kavod Godul Badas. That this mitzvah is a, is a pillar, a strong pillar of the of our faith, of our religion. The Ashleimer appears, what do they mean by that? That this is in order to strengthen the religion. As in Yonif and Hakil is to Megalize and in the Kodesh by Eden the purpose of Hakil is to bring out the point the, the, to reveal the faith that Ebi Yid has faith is what strengthens our our faith meaning our religion and that's what strengthens us in the true um, faith in the true religion the nekudah se'amuna vetnis chazagon esgaladur the melech klipzunayf ali yid. How does he strengthen our amuna? How does he bring out the amuna within the yid? By the king gathering together all the yid in beis amikdash, in the beis midrash, and that is keder l'fnayim that he reads for them. He reads before them. Hayes says the melech is the Lev kol khal yisrael. Since the king is considered to be the heart of the nation and he brings he inculcates Kabbalah Soil submission reverence of Hashem in every single Yid so therefore through his gathering all the Yid and we're doing his best in order to bring out and bring this faith and so on to the Yid he reveals the the very, the core essence of what Yiddishkeit is. Which is expressed in faith and in reverence of Hashem. The core essence of Yiddishkeit is faith and Yiddishkeit. And that's why we, as a part of the hakkel reading is the Parsha of Shema and oil Shemoya. Which Shma is the accepting of the yoke of heaven, and vayim shma is accepting the yoke of mitzvahs. On the parsha asimah and they read also the Pasha of I will uh, place a king upon myself. All this is meant to uh, awaken and to inculcate the by every single yid the Yamuna, their faith and Yirus Hashem Meshach from the Ali and this has to last for all years to come. all the days that you live under on, on in a cisrol. In other words, it's something that has to last for a very long time. Well my high time is the mitzvah, the Ashton Pasik the Shabal Ksa Ksab. And for this reason this mitzvah is, as the Pasik says, number one by Ali Ibn Bishaba, from <clears throat> the the simple mitzvah, as he explained, is equal to everyone, men, women, and children. <speaking in Hebrew> because this essence of what it means to be a yid, which is expressed as emuna, as faith, is <speaking in Hebrew> That's equal to all Yid From the is the tanim, from the greatest yid, the highest, most exalted yid, until the simplest yid. The, the the youngest of the young even by the young children as we say they are the believers the sons of believers meaning to say that this starts from youth this is not something that is dependent on your intellect on your maturity and uh, of intellect this munah is not based on intellect nor a mitzvah This comes from the essence of the soul, which is even a young child, even an infant, has an etzvah shama has that essence under the shama, and therefore a munah pertains to everyone. And that's why everybody has to be there. Number two, sees nisht zu 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 On the other hand, it wasn't a mitzvah that was told to everyone that you have an obligation, min Later, he explained that there are, that there was added to this the dimension of making it your personal obligation as well. But as far as the title is concerned, he commands the king to do it. <laughs> because, what is the what is the proper strengthening and awakening of the Nakudas of this? Core essence of Yiddishkeit the idea of faith and that the faith should be so strong that it should have a lasting effect for all days in the future is that 's not something that a person can accomplish on their own. an individual can 't accomplish that nor this is something that has to come from the king is in. Because the king is the neshama klolis, which we like, is similar to what the rebbe is. You know, the rebbe is a neshama klolis. The king is a neshama klolis. He has the power to awaken faith within every year, This is not something that an individual can hope to accomplish on their own. Now Pisa is an inyum nifle, was megafen by the mitzvah of hakel, and this explains something interesting. That uh, we find by the mitzvah of hakel. those nishnor if a we may find by that the mitzvah of hakel doesn't have uh, it doesn't have an end date it doesn't have a uh, an expiry date you know at some point it it wears off it wanes it goes away the inspiration goes away as we find by aliyah that there is a mitzvah that a yid should come every three times a year to the base of What's the reason that I have to come three times a year? Because it only has a, it lasts from Sukkot till Pesach, and then it uh, wanes. So you have to go back again for more inspiration. It lasts until Shavuot. So you have to go back again, and so on. Hakel <speaking in Hebrew> <speaking in Hebrew> is meant to last forever. <speaking in Hebrew> the reason that it lasts forever is because it awakens and it speaks to. The essence of the soul. Because in the essence of the soul, there is no changes. There's no ups and downs. The essence of the soul is connected to the Hashem constantly. Without any change. And therefore, if you can reveal the essence of the soul, which is what the king is doing at HaKel, and that's why it needs the king, that should last forever. Yudaluf ubenoysef, and in addition to this is mavur and the mevayet So then comes so this is how it is from the perspective of teishu bixav, the mitzvahs on the king, everybody has to come, but the mitzvah is the king. Then comes teishu bapetz, the, the Gemara and Rashi. is muflum of an that in the Gemara and in Rashi in the teishu bapetz it reveals that which is hidden. Deep in the Torah Shabbiksav, as so, what does the Torah Shmuel reveal to us as to the ngilu That in addition to what the King is meant to accomplish through the Hakil to bring out Amuna, there also has to be a revelation of that core essence. It's not enough that it should remain as a core essence. It has to be revealed. which means that you can't just leave it buried deep in the soul, but it has to surface. It has to come also to the to your emotions, to your intellect. That has to have an impact on your functional as a functional human being. And that's accomplished through your own efforts. That's not something that the king does for you. That's something that you have to do. You have to reveal, bring what the king revealed within you and bring it into your daily life. When and in this, not everybody is equal to that. Not everybody has the same type of character and personality and intellect and emotion. Different people are different that has to be each one according to their own uh, abilities. The men can accomplish l'ilme, the women lishmaya, the children have a completely different role. So that's what comes down on the lower level, as it comes down, as it evolves downward. is and then the Gemara continues, in the mitzvah that by bringing the children and including them into the mitzvah of Hakil, that this also gives an additional reward. What he means by reward here in this context is that it adds something to their uh, furtherance of their own, what they are getting out of Hakil. In fact, the Rebbe says it's possible that the result that they get from having brought their children is even more impactful than what they were able to accomplish in bringing the message of the King to their personal life. Bringing the children accomplishes even more than what they ab- what they're able to do for themselves. Yud Beis. For them, Hotman is the Hirava and this also gives us a lesson. In in our in our avodas Hashem, af al the mitzvah of hakel is it's nitchayr bapeil. That even though the the actual mitzvah of hakel is not is not uh, possible today, calls on base of midrash is norch as long as we don't have the base of Middash, because hakel is in the base of Middash, but still is doch aber atayra he But since the tayra is eternal, so therefore every mitzvah in the tayra can somehow be applicable now too. When in Avayda Ruchni, this is the mitzvah dog. Ganes man azebachol mokem. And in a spiritual sense, the mitzvah of Hakel also applies now and anywhere, not just in the Etz Yisrael and the Beit Hamikdash, but anywhere. Medav zenas the meshul de mei chagas sukkas We have to make sure that, it, especially during the days of Sukkot, which was the time of Hakel. So mitznoif klaim vavas merid idin sudama. We should gather together as many people as possible. Dig, notwithstanding whatever situation they may be in including also the young children and certainly those yidin which are actually obligated to do the mitzvahs however in Sukfun taf but they are still in the category of children and the the at least in regards to the knowledge of Torah and the mitzvahs that they do. They're meant to do mitzvahs, but they are like children because they don't know what to do and they don't know how to do it and they weren't taught to do it. Uh, so those children, those people also have to be brought in to a gathering amongst Jews. And although it's possible that, as far as his knowledge is concerned, that child, so to speak, has not even yet yet reached the age of chinuch. He's not even ready to be educated. He doesn't get the whole idea of Torah mitzvahs. Yiddishkeit. He doesn't even get it. He's not even open to be educated. Is of a but by bringing him into a gathering to be amongst other Yidden, that wherever there are ten Yidden together, the the divine presence is there, the Shechina is there. Certainly, in a gathering which its purpose is to awaken Yerushalayim, so certainly the, the Shechina is there help to sue, so that helps, that they should reveal within him, the the essence of his Yiddishkeit, and his faith, which is always faithful to Hashem. the essence of Neshama remains faithful always, and that has to be revealed, that will be able to be revealed, in these gatherings, and this will also accomplish, that the one who brings this child meaning the person who had the influence to bring him into the gathering will also be gained from the fact that this yid came to the gathering in Avede, in the bringer's Avede, the one who brought him his Avede will also be elevated as a result of it and also in regards to the child the so-to-speak child, so this faith will permeate him in Gansen, totally, as, as ver, ver, verba em apnimim. so that it's not just that it awakens and inflames a point of faith, but doesn't really make it down to what do I do about a mitzvah? It will also enter into, his, uh, into the way he behaves as a person. As Veta in the Shmira of will hear and he will learn bis to be until they will become fearful of Hashem Visham lases and they will keep the mitzvahs as called all the All the words of the Torah. to them, call God and through this we will be zayichet to the great gathering that will return here, meaning to Eretz The Gula mitzvah Ashleim. It's talking about the the uh, the Gula, the redemption. Through Mashiach Kenu and Prav and the Hakamit Melach Mashiach, and then we will be able to do the Hakil, conduct the Hakel with the King Mashiach zusammen, the, uh, together with Mashiach, the Beis in the third Beis Hamidlash.